0: And gentlemen welcome my name is Jasper and you're watching Common Sense TV on the Whistle Stop Cafe account in Mira Alberta and I am NOT in Mira Alberta I am back again in Holland and not in the desert I am on the beach because I need to make my head clear uh, uh, we're gonna have a, a live stream tomorrow Thursday at 2 a 2 o'clock in the afternoon uh, Canadian time or Alberta time and we're gonna uh, uh, need to have a discussion about Dutch politics and the crossroad that we're on right now. The, as you probably heard, the Dutch uh, parliament uh, affiliated by the coalition of rotter has collapsed. That means new elections, you will not see it right now if I turn it. Uh, you see this horrible 5G poll we're uh, uh, of course uh, we're gonna talk about the 38 billion euros that the government is gonna spend on a zero 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 three percent three um, uh, percent temperature decline for only 38 38 billion euros or uh, the uh, fifth of a trillion that the European Union is going to spend on the CBDC's the implementing only of the CBDC's not the currency itself and uh, what kind of crossroads because if we're gonna make it we're gonna win it we're gonna turn everything around or things what happening right now every political leader uh, from the opposition as well as the coalition parties are fleeing that sinking ship so the uh, Reds are fleeing so what does that mean it means two ways or they don't want to be handled by the last couple of years and the massive cover measurements that they put over us or even worse horrible left-leaning globalists are taking over so a lot of things that we need to discuss well i'm gonna uh, make a walk over this uh, beautiful uh, dutch uh, Dutch beat and uh, I'll see you tomorrow on the live stream on this uh, on this whistle stop cafe here on Facebook I speak to you soon this is Jasper common sense fee later
1: Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta. And I'm in Mir, Alberta in my cozy and quaint little home office. Uh, Coming to you very early today because we have a guest from Holland. And a lot of you already know, and some will probably have guessed. It's our friend Jasper. Yeah, we love Jasper. Now, the reason I wanted to talk to Jasper is because there's some very significant things going on in Holland right now in Dutch politics. Um, Interestingly enough, we're seeing kind of the same or similar things happen in Canada. And actually, we're seeing this stuff happen all over the world. And that is, it seems like politicians are scrambling. It seems like things are changing. There's always, you know, there's some sort of turmoil going on that's keeping people interested or maybe occupied. Anyway, Jasper's got some information about this. He's got some news. And I figured that uh, we should... Uh, let them fill us in on what's going on. And because this is significant to folks in Holland, and we have some people from Holland watching our little show here as well, uh, we decided to do it early so that uh, the Dutch people can can catch this before they go to bed. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in so early. And for all our friends in Holland, thank you for tuning in before bed. And we'll try and get through it as quick as we can. And without further ado, I would like to welcome our friend Jasper Smith to... The uh, Chris Sands-Carrie Show, because Carrie's not with us. Welcome, Jasper. Thank you. Th- uh, thank you for having me again. My pleasure. What's the What time is it in Holland there? Like 10, 10.20, something like that? Uh,
0: yeah, correct. So you're so, a full
1: eight hours ahead.
0: I'm I messed up these hours. If it's seven, if it's eight, if it's ten... Uh, uh, We're going back in time, but when I left Canada, I uh, um, uh, went on Monday, and I thought I was um, uh, uh, coming back on a Monday, but it was a Tuesday, so these things are really weird. But it's really late in the evening. It's uh, 10.30 right now, so cheers. What's that? This is some uh, Spanish rosé wine. Hmm.
1: Looks Delicious. So, did you catch the the intro that I used, the Alberta Prosperity Project uh, intro with the WEF warning stuff?
0: I saw it. Well, I saw it earlier. Re- really well made and uh, uh, on point. So, really, our, uh, really our VP good applications.
1: Walter he whipped that up in just a few minutes, and it's fantastic. And I like it because, uh, well, I mean, it's great. But the reason I played it for this intro was because we're facing a lot of the same things. Uh, you folks over in the Netherlands are subject to the same crazy lunatic environmental policies and social policies as we are. And it seems as though they're all coming from the same place. So that's why I played that clip. And, and it occurred to me as I was watching it, if you mm. replaced the word Albertan, Alberta and Albertans with Holland and, uh, the Dutch, uh, the Dutch people. It could be about you guys as well, so uh, that's why that's why I played that.
0: the The, the thing is that I really noticed uh, when uh, when I was in Canada, is uh, it doesn't matter which storyline you're telling. You're, I'm getting the same info back from Canadians. So it's it's it, it doesn't matter where we are on world. It's exactly the same talking points and the same crap.
1: It uh, it, it sure is. So you sent me, I'm just going through here. You sent me some videos. Correct. Most most pictures. Where's the one with Mark (laughs) Rutte?
0: Which which one?
1: Maybe I lost it. You sent me a video of uh, your uh, prime minister extending his, talking about how he resigned. He extended his resignation, him and his. Uh, government to the king of
0: Netherlands Correct. and I wanted to play that I can't seem to find it oh I it's, found it never mind I it's four that. and a half minutes but yeah, the first the first couple of seconds uh, are the most important because he announced in parliament that uh, 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 the coalition has collapsed and he offered the retirement to the king so that's, that's why he was saying a bit
1: okay so I found it I'm just going to share a little bit of it Mm -hmm. for now uh and actually you know what i have to switch over to google chrome instead of microsoft edge because the sound doesn't work oh microsoft edge so let me just line that up for you so what i'm going to show you folks is when the dutch prime minister explained his explained his resignation to european parliament is that correct to
0: the dutch parliament Dutch Parliament. So is his statement in the Dutch parlement about the collapse uh, of uh, the coalition uh, that rules the Netherlands. Yeah.
1: Oké, okay, so here it is. Here it is, folks. Een
2: verklaring af te leggen aan de Tweede Kamer. Mevrouw de voorzitter. Inderdaad, leg ik graag een korte verklaring af over de politieke situatie uh, waarin we ons bevinden. Afgelopen vrijdag heb ik zoals bekend de koning ontslag aangeboden van het kabinet. Die beslissing was unaniem, maar is ons desondanks allemaal zwaar gevallen. En dat geldt zeker ook voor mij persoonlijk. In deze situatie kan het kabinet besluiten verkiezingen uit te schrijven. Interesting, new elections. Dat dit gebeurt nadat de Kamer in de gelegenheid kan
0: write elections. But there's an update on that.
2: In het coalitieakkoord is the ambitie verwoord meer grip op migratie te krijgen. Migratie is een groot and belangrijk onderwerp.
1: I have to pause that for a second. So when I was over there visiting you, uh, I saw uh, things like articles and even little video clips about the seemingly uncontrolled immig- immigration into the uh, Netherlands and the yeah. You know the people were unhappy about this and it was like it was almost as if the government of the day refused to acknowledge that they never even talked about it why is he talking about this now
0: that's a really good question because i think there are um we have to go back a step back if uh what i found uh um, most of the time when the uh, coalition collapsed uh it's it's the lessest part that they have done wrong. So um, they're better if, if they're having a lot of pile up with a lot of alcohol and uh, um, uh, loads of things that went bad. They're choosing the smallest thing out of it. And they're then they're saying, oh, no, we can't go through and stuff the um, uh Four has four parties in its coalition to gain uh the majority um and uh, uh the cda is, uh, um, uh the christian democratic uh, Appell association is one of the fourth and he's there the most uh within that coalition the most uh traditional party that there is th- within the coalition uh, a lot of farmers a lot of Christianity within that party only um, they um, uh, they want to rene- uh, before this they want to renegotiate the uh, coalition treatment treaty and uh, uh, yeah eventually that is that has failed somewhere there are two parties in there it's called d66 democrat 66 and uh, Christian Union uh, they both wanna have. More immigrants coming in, At so least maintain- let me let me yeah. stop
1: you there for just a second. You mentioned something earlier. Yeah, um, you said that the government they bungled up a whole bunch of things, and they're picking one thing out of there to talk about as a talking point. Now, Correct. the the Dutch government they messed up the COVID the handling of the COVID pandemic, as for did sure. our governments, both provincially and federally in Canada. Uh, they harmed and killed people with their restrictions and mandates. Then they did the same thing with the rollout Companies of well. uh, ineffective uh, medical intervention. Mm-hmm. They lost children after they took them from their families, and now, uh, and I, I know there's more things you talked about before, but and now they're saying, "Oh well, you know, this is all about immigration. We we didn't we can't get immigration figured out." And there are many other uh, talking points that are much more serious and and egregious than that that they could be talking about
0: correct correct this is not the first time of course and the 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 rut of three the coalition of three has collapsed as well and that was over um uh, social benefits for parents so in Holland, uh, when you're getting children, the first uh, every child you're getting uh, yeah, subsidized by the, uh, by the Dutch government because there was a thing be, be after the Second World War because uh, we lost a lot of people in, in that war and we had to uh, uh, maintain and uh, get more people because there were a lot of deaths within uh, the Second World War. So, th- so they subsidized it with, uh, with uh, federal money.
1: They did and the same then, thing in Canada. We call it the baby bonus.
0: <clears throat> yeah, but it's up. To, I'm not sure if it's uh, in Holland. It's up till 18 years, so it's for clothing, uh, school stuff, so you can pay things for your for your children. So uh, uh, that they messed up. They uh, um, uh, highlighted uh, families that they've done nothing wrong, uh, but. Uh, eventually uh, uh loads of people need to pay in in, in 30 000, 40, 000 euros back at one time and that was this uh, guy's government yeah exactly and he is in power for 13 years right now wow. so that's that's ridiculous it's a really long time uh but yeah uh, eventually uh within the election he had and the most voting if his party uh a day had the most voting coming in, so he's uh, So again, why is that?
1: Why he seems like the, the rota government has they dropped the ball on numerous issues and they've so they, they, they re- resigned three times. Why has he ma- been able to
0: maintain power for so long? I'm not sure what it is, I think it's it's a bit of Dutch mentality. Um a, a lot you hear on the street a lot of people saying. Uh, that they still are living well. They we haven't had so good.
1: Hasn't we affected so good. them yet.
0: Correctly. And uh, and if, if it's affecting them, then they're saying, yeah, there's a war going on and it needs to be paid and uh, COVID was here and it's, we had to spend a lot of money. So it's all logic, which I found not. But Rotterdam 4 has collapsed. And uh, eventually uh, I made a live on uh, on whistle cafe account one and a half hours uh, uh, when it happened, uh, half hours later than when it happened and was really well watched. And so uh, as you were uh, were telling, most of the things that are happening in the Netherlands going to be rolled out in, in the rest of the world and as well in Canada. So in Canada. So I think it's uh, um, We already saw this twice, and this this is the third time. And uh, we've got a saying in Holland if uh, if a donkey bounces his feet against a stone one time, it's stupid. But when he bounces the second time against the same stone, that's uh, that's even more stupid because, you know, the stone and whatever. So I think the Dutch people need to learn uh, of this and uh, uh, when the elections coming in, I thought it was in September, but there is actually a date been planned. So uh, uh, I think we need to vote more in a common sense way. So I'm
1: going to, I'm going to just play a little bit more of this. He said something in this that I wanted to talk about. So let's have a, let's have a listen to Mr. Mark Rutte, Prime Minister of the Netherlands. Actually. Uh, Holding his position as a a steward
2: of the position right now because their government isn't actually the government. Here we are. Maar ook een onderwerp waarover de meningen uiteenlopen. Dat zien we in het land. Dat zien we in deze kamer. En we zagen het ook in het kabinet. De afgelopen maanden is er, ondanks de verschillende opvattingen, door alle partijen heel hard gewerkt aan voorstellen om die ambitie in het coalitieakkoord te verwezenlijken. Daarbij zijn alle partijen tot het uiterste gegaan. Maar soms is de wil om er samen uit te komen, hoe sterk ook, helaas niet voldoende. Dan blijft er geen andere mogelijkheid over dan de samenwerking te beëindigen. Die conclusie hebben de vier partijen afgelopen vrijdag met pijn in het hart getrokken. Ik zeg met pijn in het hart, want ondanks de soms grote onderlinge verschillen heeft dit kabinet resultaten kunnen boeken. De grote investering in het onderwijs.
1: Okay, so what I was uh, what I remembered him saying was about how they they could no longer work together and it really, you know, it was terrible that they couldn't work together as a coalition and get things done. And then I remembered something you told me about the last time they resigned, they were trying to get some policies put through and they couldn't do it. Uh, with the coalition government because they didn't all agree. and that was to do with the COVID restrictions and mandates. So when the government resigned, all of a the sudden, they had this interesting power that they didn't have have before. They didn't have to work as a coalition because they weren't the government. they could just uh, they could just put policies through as kind of like, uh, you know, like like a chairperson or something like that, just taking care of that position while they're waiting for the next government. Do you think they're doing the same thing now?
0: sort of but lesser i think um um, like i told uh, earlier in in the live stream uh, about the collapse is that um um uh i'm not sure what i wanted to tell um what was the question
1: do you think he's doing the same the government is doing the same thing they did before um resigning and holding Ah. their positions as stewards so that they can be policy makers without worrying about the coalition I need more wine for so hold up. Yeah, no, Don't
0: correct. Know. That's 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 uh, that's that's more than uh, than uh, than correct, only lesser because the emergency laws are not in place, so they have lesser power. But um, during a, uh, uh, a breakup like this, they can't put in uh, any um, controversial rules and regulations only when the things that are talking about they're already been handled so they can go on with that thing so um, uh, health measures covid or climate or a combination of those um, uh, raising more taxes the whole the whole thing that we're uh, um, bouncing our head against um, that they want to maintain, of course, and and um, with speed lightning because uh, I thought it was September, but in November, the new elections are coming, and if they're not been voting on, yeah, the, it will stop there for them. So, well, I, 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 ask questions. Uh, sorry, I was just
1: encouraging people to ask some questions if they have them.
0: Oh, yeah. If you have any question, people just uh, just um, um, put them in the description, and uh, I'm uh, I'm happy to answer them. So yeah, the uh, the uh, I thought in September the new elections is uh, is coming, but they're on the 22 of November. So it's already June of July, and we're going to August, and uh, September is following quick. So that's that's a bit of a short time. Uh, and right now in Holland, we've got our major holiday season. So uh, we call it Baufach, uh as in uh, construction holidays. Schools are out, politic, uh, politics are out, and they're all on holiday. So that means somewhere half uh, August, they're back. And uh, yeah, it's the same with uh, 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 people working for the government. They're, they're going on holiday now. So it's... Uh, it's a quieter season, but there is on the background happening things and major things. Mainstream media has finally a new talking points because elections are coming up. That means people are, need to watch television because they want to have their need to know about the talking points. So the old game is, uh, is playing, but I think we, uh, we have to do a lot of work and this is one of them.
1: Let's go back to the immigration policy here for a second. Yeah. The, the immigration policies that have been in place over the past, well, almost decade, really, uh, in which they pretty much opened the gates and let everybody in. Yeah. Was that something the Dutch people asked for? Was that internal policy from the, du- from the people of the Netherlands?
0: No, really not. Really not. And I think I know the majority doesn't want that. Of course, if, if you're in a war zone, in a real war zone and uh, uh, your life has been threatening, we're happy the European Union and the countries within are happy to take you in. And when uh, um, the war is over or the problem in your country is over, you're going to go back and build up your country as well. So that's how I think the uh, we need to have uh, um, people from war. But uh, um, again, the... Um, uh, when people come in to have a better life than they already had, I, yeah, they're uh, not right now. I think Holland uh, needs to have a break, uh, not reducing, just stopping. But it's 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 not. We having we've been giving so much power to the European Union that it's not a country thing anymore. It's a European thing, and the European Union is deciding on. On how that goes, strangely enough.
1: And the European Union, um, they're not taking. Uh, it seems to me like they're not taking a lot of their policies from the people in the individual countries in which they uh, that they represent. Um, oh. They're not putting policies in place accounting for regional differences and cultural differences and those types of things. The it's, all cookie,
0: Union.
1: it's cookie the cutter Union. policy.
0: Yeah, the European Union is really great. For example, um, a Brie cheese from France or Champagne from France, or uh, a serrano ham from uh, from Spain, or Gouda cheese from Holland. Actually, Gouda cheese from Holland, not the fake stuff you find everywhere, and all these kinds of things, like ham from the Black Forest from Germany, sausages from. Austria wines from Austria, these t- type of regional products. Yeah. Hey, Jessica. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you doing? My
1: Canadian wine.
0: Good. Ah, I'm going now to. Now I'm eat. jealous.
1: <laughs> Where are you going to eat?
0: Later. The
1: whistle stop. Oh, the whistle stop. Nice. Now I'm really jealous. Mm. See you. Thank you.
0: later, later. So the European Union is really great for that. For for example, plugs where you put in electricity or for your telephone, we need to have standard things. Go and arrange that if you need to have a European Union or protect a border. But that's, that's it. And the, basically what, globalists are doing or the european union is a power grab they want to take more and more and more and more power and each country needs to give up the sovereignty well now
1: they're telling you hey we're not it's not just that we're going to protect your borders or and and implement things we can work together with like currency now we're going to tell your farmers they have to put 30 percent of their land back to nature we're going to tell farmers they can't farm the way they farm for hundreds of years we're going to tell Fishermen, they got to uh, double the price of their equipment in order if they fish, you know, those policies should be only up to the countries that are affected by the policies, right? Because the European Union, they did. they seem to not care. So the question is, if if these policies aren't on behalf or to the benefit of the people in in Holland or Germany or France or wherever, who benefits from these policies that are being implemented across
0: the globe? Yeah, that's a really good question. The only thing that I can answer is big business, big pharma, uh, 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 and big tech. These companies make profits out of the rules, regulation, European Union, and Holland, and whatever is going to decide. So these uh, these they these companies have major lobby groups that are going over. Uh, so same thing in Holland, but uh, in, in the European Union is more, even more clear. Uh, for example, there's, there's this scandal going on in, within the European Union about the uh, world soccer uh, thing in, in Qatar. And there are three people within the European Parliament who are uh, had over 1.2 million euros in cash at their home. So that's bright money from Qatar. So they're investigating that. So it's and that's just a football match.
1: You know, all those big businesses that you're talking about that benefit from these things. Yeah. Do you want to know something that they all have in common? Tell me. Let me just find it here. Oh. (laughs) They all are members of the same major lobby group. called the World Economic Forum. Correct. Isn't that interesting? All of the big businesses that are basically having money funneled, funneled into their bank accounts with policies like reduction in ammonia fertilizer or perhaps uh, mandated medical interventions, those types of things, yep. are all members of the World Economic forum. And it's, and it's not just Holland. This is
0: Canada, United States, all over the world. Correct. If you go to the, the wf.com slash partners, I believe, you see and you can uh, uh, look up the company name uh, by the first letter and uh, you will be amazed how many companies. And they're all been paid a, a, a subscription. I believe it's year of 120,000 euros for a small company. To only uh, be registered as a WF partner and if you want to have uh, a saying in in, in in meetings for example in davos but they're coming uh, together for at least four times a year uh, um, uh, I believe a regular person is 60,000 per uh, euros ahead and you want to take guests and stuff so it's it's a really expensive hobby but if you look up these are all black rock companies as well so they're all all intermingling coming together they're all in the same uh, page and and they want to have uh influence because if they have influence in politics that means uh more money coming in for the businesses that's very interesting so i'm not gonna you know i'm
1: not gonna say that these companies are manipulating global policies so that they get more money but you know you could see see how they could do it
0: if 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 it's just a talking group with people from big government big uh now all these companies that you're having uh and they're having a seat at a table with all people from uh out, out of politics from all over the world because uh, uh, Trudeau was a young global leader, the same, same as uh, as our Prime Minister, Mark Rutte. But uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, Australia, New Zealand, the rest of the European Union, some uh, some African countries as well. So they're all uh, all there. And how handy is it that you can... Uh, our Prime Minister always uh, said it. Some, uh, so these uh, uh, NGOs are really handy. Uh, You can have a sit down instead of spread over a couple of months. You can do that in two days. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So what are you guys doing in uh, Holland about this stuff?
0: make sure people know it because I think two years ago nobody heard about the World Economic Forum or the 16 different organizations that they are like the European of like the NATO, uh, uh, World Health Organization, World Trade Organization um, and 16 of those. Yeah, but uh, um, um, each company has the right to exist and they within the law law by the Dutch, or the European law, whatever, they have to hold their uh, companies uh, to that. But then again, profit is for everybody. And I think profit is a good thing, but at least it has to be fair.
1: Well, yeah, fair, right? And I would argue that a $100 billion in profit uh, made by killing or harming millions of people probably... Shouldn't happen, but
0: uh, I, yeah, if you're I'm looking, just, I'm just
1: a waitress. What do I you know?
0: Have, you see all the uh, vaccine companies in there as well. So, yeah, they uh, if you're talking about uh, uh, hazard things for yeah, same thing. Microsoft was really handy because they everybody needs to work from home and they had to have a tablet or a laptop or some computer stuff that they can have meetings. I'm on.
1: using Microsoft products right now.
0: Um, um, me as well. Uh, the, the, sometimes you need to have uh, I'm using uh, internet on my uh, mobile telephone as well. So um, but I'm I'm not a subscriptioner to Netflix, for example. Everything that I don't need, I don't want. I'm not doing Netflix, I'm not supporting them. Here's a really
1: scary one for anybody in Alberta. AIMco, Alberta Investment Management Corporation, they actually manage anything that the province invests in. Anything,
0: and that's uh, so. It's time that the uh, Albertans are in need to write some emails, don't yep. you think? So why why is the Alberta government
1: why is the Alberta government allowing um, not uh, arms length non governmental organizations like AMCO be members of organizations that are blatantly threatening our prosperity and freedom? right I, uh, alberta yeah. is an energy giant we are an energy superpower actually i saw and it I, you saw it yeah and the policies huh. from the wef are directly threatening our prosperity and we so, have
0: so that's that's only two connections so you've got alberta you've got alberta investment management group and you've got the world economic forum so they're in basically within your province working on the world economic forum ideas mm-hmm. yeah
1: our our provincial bank here the alberta treasury branch is mm-hmm. uh they're spearheading the cbdc program in conjunction with the federal government
0: yeah the cbdcs are something that i want to talk about later on uh, on on this uh live stream but that's uh that's that's all uh, it's like like a um, like a machine, there's this talking point and there's another talking point and there are several different talking points and in, in, in uh, regular life you don't think they're gonna match up, but if you look ahead and I think people, freedom fighting people or people with common sense, look can look further in into the future. What does it mean when the rules are being in place and what does that mean on the end? So and we can see what's all the rules that there been in place, all the 40 talking points on for example, are leading to one thing, and that's global uh, um global government on a communistic way, I guess. So yeah, global government, that's that's
1: actually that's been talked about in a book for thousands of years. Yeah. Even, yeah. even the Bible talks about a one-world government in the end times. So I suppose it will happen eventually, but I don't think it has to happen today. And if if we uh, we, we no,
0: today, it won't happen. The, um, we're fighting this, and we're doing this now for four years or something. Like uh, everybody, mo- the most of the majority of bounces their head against the COVID measurements. But this is a thing way backer, of course. Uh, actually, I think it's 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 it happened behind of uh um somewhere um uh after World War II. Club of Rome started, World Economic Forum started, Bilderberg Group started, which are all groups. And there were the first talking points were they were saying, like, yeah, but we don't we never want to have war again, and that's the only thing that they're uh, saying, and by saying that, they can. Nobody wants to have war so they can implement new rules, stupid things that I have no connection. But yeah, we don't want to have world, world, uh, yeah, world wars. So, and then again, so
1: they, they could have gone farther in their statement and said, We don't want to have wars anymore. There's an easier way to dominate the globe, <laughs> a much easier way. You don't need to have a war. All you have to do is just uh, distract people and make sure they don't show up for democracy. And you can enslave them while they're sleeping
0: so that's that's what they're doing and that's the dutch government saying the european union uh uh, uh is voting in 2024 same thing as in america and I, prime minister Rutter is saying don't go it doesn't matter I don't care it's just the european union it's it's fun but don't go it's not necessary but 59 95, 95% of the uh, Dutch laws are made by the European Union, and every time something went wrong, the Dutch parliamentary people are saying, "Yeah, but the European Union says this to us." So they're using against each other, but the European Union is the top leader within our law system. European Union, oh sorry, people, European Union, Dutch government, provincial and uh, regional uh, elections. So that's how on top of things are going. I'm, looking at, uh, I'm just
1: I'm glancing through the WF partners here, and I noticed that all of our Canadian banks are partners.
0: Well, the Dutch banks and, and insurance as well. And it doesn't matter if it's an insurance company is it's basically a bank. Uh, but look at pension funds. I'm not sure how can uh, Canada is doing that. Pension funds, telephone companies, energy companies. The most basic things in life that you need are joined within the uh, World Economic Forum. Just yeah, grab your convenient. wallet. Grab your wallet. Out, out of your uh, grab some, uh, grab your uh, uh, bank card or all the other cards are in there. Look up what, were uh, or go to your uh, bank statements and look up all the companies that you're paying for on your bank statements and then go to the World Economic Forum. I guarantee you 90% are on there.
1: Wow. So let's bring this back to what's going on with your government right now. Yeah. So are, has your government talked about any of these things? Has the government identified any policies that are coming from external sources that aren't to the benefit of the Dutch people? Or of are they just going along that, with it?
0: That, that if they're saying it, and, and I see it that way exactly, because there's a foreign uh, company of 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 organization interfering with Dutch politics. And that's a, that's a good segue a, into this
1: question from Janet. Is there a person or party that you have confidence in to do the will of the people? Is there anybody speaking up against these things? Do well, you have the opportunity for that to happen in the next elections?
0: We do. We actually do. And there are a couple of uh, uh, political parties within in within the Netherlands who can uh, who I really support. Um, um, and there are some parties that I'm personally lesser supporter. But I think there are like seven parties that people can vote on. And so
1: is this, uh, oh, this is a, is our friend Vibram in this next election or is that that's provincial?
0: No, oh, no, he's federal. Correct. Yeah. So Wiebren van Haga, who you've been spoken to in the, the political districts of Den Haag, actually within the parliament, we've been entered the parliamentary uh, building, I mean, uh, you, you said there and you had a uh, uh, um, conversation with uh, Wiebren van Hagen, he's the political leader of B- uh, BVNL, Belang van Nederland or the interest of the Netherlands and he is one of the, uh, the one of the parties who is joining of course the elections and one of uh, I think he from if I'm looking at it that way it's for me the uh, first of the second party then I'm gonna vote on so uh, Van Haga is a really nationalistic party for the interest of the Netherlands and he has uh, he's an entrepreneur and he is uh, doing some entrepreneurship. Uh, within the party, um, he owns
1: a, I think he owns a pile of real estate,
0: doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, uh, he uh, started uh, 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 years and years. he started first in the army. Then uh, 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 he bought his first house, rented it out, lived with his parents, and that he ca- joined, He gained some money he is. Um, I think his company he needs to give it out of hand because he can't have within politic and uh, 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 and being an entrepreneur so it needs to be separate so but he uh, uh, he's the owner but he can't interfere with daily things within that company but he is having over he uh, has over a hundred houses uh, and companies that he's uh, uh, um, hiring so how you call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, uh, so he doesn't have to be in in politics but he bounced his head way of most of the times and uh, he's one, he joined politics a couple of, I think two decades ago
1: so there's a question up here uh, nothing to do with with uh, Yeah. why are so many Canadian pension plans featured on the WEF and then the link Uh, I would say that the reason we see so many of our politicians or uh, board members of, of things like our pension plan investment board as members or supporters of the WEF, is because the WEF has done something. Uh, th- they've made themselves the cool kids, mm-hmm. these politicians, they want to go to Switzerland and sit in, in these meetings because you know, they're the cool kids. They're talking about shaping the global future. They're wind and dine. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, It's a good, it's a cool thing for them to do and be part of. Most of our Canadian, I shouldn't say most of, but many of our Canadian members of parliament have been or are still uh, WEF members. And some have completely done a 180 and said, we don't want to have anything to do with them. I mean, they were bragging about influencing all of our politicians. No, we're we're not going to have anything to do with it. But there are still some who think, you know, this is a cool thing to do. We're so virtuous because we're going to save the planet, we're going to implement all these policies, uh, and that's why so many of these folks are on.
0: They're going to have a seat at the table, and they're going to take a selfie exactly. with Prime Minister Trudeau. So that's that's they're paying for it. They have a trip over to uh, to Swiss, meet up with some important people, which is good for your ego and your network. LinkedIn is going to be happy. And uh, which is also on uh, LinkedIn and all <laughs> these other are also uh, uh, World Economic Forum members. But yeah, I think uh, uh, maybe it's a shock for you guys that your pension funds are in there. But basically, uh, pension is uh, is a way to be financially independent. And one thing that the globalists are, don't want that is, is is nagging people are having the freedom to do what they want. So if they're gonna have to be uh, gonna be interfering with your pension but you work your whole life for, that's their aim and their goal. Yeah, as simple got, as that.
1: I got something else here. To, there was a question come up. Uh, where is it? Let me just find. Here we go. Well, Let's have a chat. You know, you know all about this fella. Oh yeah. Who's that?
0: Oh. Yeah, that's our climate pope from Holland. So uh, that's uh, that's Franz Timmermans. He is uh, the CEO of the within the European Union of the Green Deal. What's the and Green actually, Deal? If you look up uh, on your WhatsApp, uh, Chris, I sent you some uh, some emails. Yep. This uh, this guy is now a major uh, in the Dutch uh, Dutch news. He's actually been a minister on parliament of Rotterdam 2 so he's been a minister uh, for the he's, uh, he's one of the labor parties PvdA and after uh 2 who had four years so it's actually the, one of the longest sitting uh, coalitions within the Dutch uh, parliament since Kok I believe that's Twenty thirty 30 years ago, um, yeah, Timmermans. so he was a prime, he was a minister of the Dutch, uh, for, for the, uh, labor party, uh, 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 within, uh, too. And then he, uh, went to the European union and he became the CEO of the, uh, green new green new deal, uh, to implement, uh, the on the uh, uh within the european union and that been laid down over 26 european countries
1: here's something oh. interesting yeah he's also found himself on the wrong side of uh the french uh president i guess macron how do you mean i can't read that the
0: article but what else does it say
1: so I did a little bit of reading earlier, and it seems like uh, Macron wanted to take a break from some of the really crazy, strict environmental regulations that are ah, crippling yeah. the EU right now.
0: Kicking the gun ahead. And,
1: of head. and oh. Timmerman said, no, we can't take any break. How, like, how dare you? We, we're going to keep going. And Macron, even people don't like Macron, by the way. They're rioting in France over a lot yeah. of this stuff. But even he, even this left lunatic Macron has mm-hmm. said, hey, you know, this is, uh, it's not really working
0: out. We need a break. Yeah. Yeah. So he found himself on the wrong side of Timmerman. T- Timmerman says uh, he earns thirty thousand euros a month uh, by doing two days a week, I believe, for, uh, working for the European Union. And he is, is uh, that if you listen to him, the guy is crazy. He he came uh, he became famous after the M uh, uh, 17 uh, airplane disaster uh, that has uh, been shut down in 2013, uh, 14 in Ukraine.
1: The the accidental downing of, uh, oh, I can't remember the flight number, it's.
0: MH17, MH17. MH17, yeah. Of uh, Singapore Airlines. Yes. Accidental. Yeah, it's been shut down by a a Russian book rocket uh, within the uh, Ukraine border. Uh, Which is really weird. Can you imagine America is without any announcement, without any agreement coming over in Canada? They're going to be your friends, but there is going to be war or something. But mm-hmm. there was this book rocket, Russian book Cat in Ukraine shut down this airplane and he was in the European Union or within the NATO. And he was he's speaking Timurman speaks seven languages and he was on this English accent were saying how ridiculous this is. And and at that point he uh, became famous. Um. Joined Ratatou as a minister, went to the European Union, messed up the the things that freedom people love, and he wanted to implement the new Green New Deal, which everybody heard. And for example, we, yeah, we have
1: that here as well. And we talked, we heard uh, a young, misinformed, um, uh, not senator, governor from the United States talk about a Green New Deal. And it's, uh, it, so it's this isn't this isn't just a
0: European thing. This is happening all over the world. He's the CEO of the new, Green New Deal for the European Union. So he's a Dutch guy, and it's it's a left hand, is a Dutch guy as well. Uh, um, once uh, that guy uh, worked for uh, Greenpeace, but. Uh, they're doing their thing. And for example, uh, the SG um, um, they want to go into forest, not cut cut down trees, but they want to send in people. And every branch that fell off of a tree need to pick up and need to put in, a, in an oven to uh, uh, produce electricity. So stupid, stupid plans. And t- 15 years ago, you were saying within five years, everything is desert here and uh, been dried up. And so it's stupid. And another thing that uh, Franz Timmermans is saying, we need to have borders open because otherwise, um, how you call it? uh inbreed is going to be happening within europe so we need... exactly so we need to have our borders open so we don't for maintaining
1: 18 world. million people there
0: yeah but that's there these people are sick but what happened right now because that's the it's a really good question of uh, ivan uh Frans Timmermans is now in our uh, news because polit- political par- party leaders are fleeing a-, a sinking ship like rats are doing the ship is sinking wait, and all wait, the pro- say, say that again what what's happening all the po- political par- leaders of political parties within the Netherlands all the left and within the coalition are fleeing so, so when the, when the, the rats party.
1: when the rats are running off the ship there's something happening
0: exactly what's happening that's uh that's a good question and i think the two or three options uh the first option is and some are like grata is going uh car uh, from uh she's uh, a female and she wanted to she wanted to be the first female president of the of the Netherlands from D66 Democrat 66. but same as Hoekstra from the uh, CDA and uh uh Savannah Simons for example it's a small extremist left uh communist party is 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 going it's just a new party so wh- why are all these major party that probably i i reckon it is something like uh they've been sniffing on the job and they think it's a really hard job because they're stupid so that's one thing the second thing is uh, they have done loads of stupid things. I'm as a journalist, I'm following the politics and, uh, uh, and court cases. And I saw loads of court cases coming up that uh, all the coalition leader, party leaders uh, within politics are need to go to court because they've uh, yeah, been called on. Uh, so that's giving a lot of personal pressure as well um so probably uh um they pr- pr- postponed a lot of investigation about the handling about the Dutch parliament of the uh COVID measurements and the pr- postponed it what's already going on so maybe they're going to be nervous and they run around run away they know they have things been doing really really bad of course or they want to have uh they think they can't do anything more what they have done because they're unable to and there are people in waiting in line for take to take it to the next step so and i think that's the thing and if i'm we're looking to timmermans the same thing i think that's the case so i think um, there are uh, lobby groups uh big companies pharma uh, uh the whole the whole deal are presenting new people to go in politics to take it a step step extra to the 2030 and uh to the 2050 agenda which is not our side so timmermans actually is 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 is, is, is a good example for it because he's earning 30000 euros and um uh, uh, we've got two parties in the netherlands it's called uh, links and the PVNA, Green Left, and the Labour Party, they shrunk so much because people were saying, Okay, this is enough because they're, they're these globalistic, um, uh, woke agenda that you're rolling out is not mine. Um, so they're only having like six seats in the parliament, for example. The these parties join each other uh only the, the both the party leaders fled and now Frans Timmermans example uh is is taking over and that's what is in the news. So yes a guy looks like our in, prime uh, minister. It's uh same he's he's the same nasty guy. He is he is uh uh he's the uh, now he's the party leader of uh of the Green Left Party. Uh, because uh, they are so small, and he wanna, he, um, I, I listened to him in a, in an interview, and he said, "I don't want to go, I don't want to go." But I think for the two uh, political parties who are joining each other, I don't want to be in the way of uh, democratically uh, elected new party leader. So he's giving his seat away,
2: hmm.
0: and this this is not a Dutch guy. This Yesclaver uh, was a guy from, I believe, Turkey. So he has a double passport. I wonder. I wonder mm-hmm. if he was also a drama teacher. I don't think he done anything. He went to school and he went to politics. So I don't think he done anything in in business wise. He's just a political guy. Hmm. Knowledge, knowledge is everything, and we don't have it in our parliament apparently. That's the problem. That's the problem
1: we have here too, um, yeah. Alberta mistakenly out of anger elected a very socialist government a few years back and the lack of experience in that government they were all ideological driven uh, people with no real grasp on reality economics any of that kind of thing and the result for our province was uh, it was disastrous and the really weird thing is they actually talk about their tenure in government this is the new democratic party of uh, in alberta mm-hmm. they talk about their tenure in government as if they did all these wonderful things and they helped they they fixed the province and made so many things better but the reality was we were left in shambles
0: exactly and then they're saying good look what we did great job eh giving them a uh, 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 a shoulder bump and whatever it's but that, that's it's so many stupid people are in politics they don't know anything they went to school maybe learned something from a book but never see it how it went in practice so uh, um, and that's uh if you're going back to the question that we have are the parties uh, that there are uh, 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 uh in politics that you can vote on and i think there are for example the interest of the netherlands forum for democracy uh, these are the two major, for my, for myself, the most uh, uh, reliable parties uh, who uh, need to lead the Netherlands. But then you've got the PVV, uh, Party for Freedom, uh, led by Geert Wilders. Um, uh, he's a very
1: controversial fellow because he really speaks his mind. Like he's, he, speaks, uh, he speaks some truth that people, they they don't want to hear.
0: I, uh, a lot of European uh, opposition leaders are doing that. And uh, Geert Wilders is one of the oldest. I think he's 10, 12, maybe longer party for freedom. And uh, before that, he joined. He was a member of the party of Rutte, but he was being kicked out. So, uh, But he, his party uh, is, is one of them. Uh, then you've got a, a BBB, the Farmers and uh, uh, and and Citizens Movement, which are no farmers in it, but that's that's uh, an option. S- uh, same thing for J21. Uh, so these are the most parties that I think you can vote um, uh, uh, on in November in Holland. Um, but if you're not getting the majority where there is uh on the even on the left side which is maybe weird and and the party name is even weird, it's called socialistic party which giving me the goosebumps and and uh, it's gonna be it giving me is but they're having the same talking points so if if we're just not getting the majority we can always negotiate uh with uh, the SP, socialistic party to uh, become a majority within the parliament so I think there are a lot of options uh, for uh, for us but on the other hand is when we're not doing this we're going to be screwed because if you see Tim Amos and are loads of people are coming uh, uh, are going to be brought in uh, people like him left-leaning globalist think climate change needs is, is real. Then we're gonna be screwed over. Third, three times as hard as we've been doing right now as already. Yeah.
1: Well, that. Uh,
0: I don't know if we can take much more of that. So um, we're gonna be. I, I'm. I'm not sure, but so. There is a lot of things on stake.
1: Oh, it automatically translated. Wow, Google the Google's pretty great, you know. Even though it's a WF partner.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Translated
1: yeah, yeah. this Dutch website into English for me. Nice. So, yeah. uh, BVNL, you that that's a good party. Uh, now, you talked about the the BBB yeah. before, yeah. and there was some. Theories out there that oh they're it's they're bad because that means build back better. What's going on with them? What whatever happened? Did they make any inroads?
0: No, I'm I, I the last I think the last three or four three or four um, uh, what is it provincials? They're still in negotiation or, or they're they're not. But the majority they've they've been. Within the uh, uh, provincial elections, they uh, won the majority. But what happened is the same thing is going to be uh, going to be happening in, uh, in 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 Canada for the probably the next election. Is is there are the ma- we are the majority, but the left or the um, Democrats are. Um, in- doing this for 40 years they, they've got so many ways to find out a, a, a less majority or a majority or minor whatever on uh, but they want to maintain their power and they're doing everything And so, they know how to work together exactly they are collectivist but with a lot of experience I know the on the on the globalistic side the fights behind the scenes are horrible they're horrible if they're, they're, they're shooting each other, they're fighting each other all the way down, but in front of a camera, they're one group. And they've learned that the last 20 to 40 years. And uh, I think uh, we saw, if, if we're looking back a year, uh, like a year ago, we found that within the freedom of fighting family, uh, a lot of people are fighting each other because of minor details. I think we're over that point now. Of course, we're still most of a lot of people like I'm a bit arrogant and I know how things are running. But I, I learned that if there's a guy sitting next to me or I'm doing a meeting, we're all having the same issues. And the smaller details, if we're winning, uh, we, we're going to do this on an, on another day. But first we need to win. Uh, uh, and then if we're, Getting that majority, eventually the, the smaller details we find out. But that's the things that we need to learn as as freedom people, but as in politics, as in lobby groups, as in everybody on our side.
1: Yeah, we saw that in Alberta. We had an election recently, back back in May. Yeah, and uh, or Mar- March. When? Man, I can't even remember. It was recently anyway, and we saw even some parties that kind of gained some traction and momentum because nobody was happy with the options. We watched them splinter uh, over, over small things. And it was, you know, it's a little bit painful to watch because you, you see these movements happen and you think that there's going to be some miraculous shift or change in politics and everyone's going to be better off for it. And then that that, that 5% just
0: shatters everything. It doesn't work that way, but this this is the thing that we need to learn. So if you uh, uh, put up aside your arrogancy, this is for a greater good. And look at uh, at your income. Uh, if there's if you lost a hundred percent of your income, that is a horrible situation. And that's the same thing in politics. If the if you need to join a party on the other side. You need to give in so much that it's not profitable. But if you're working and your income is just dropping, for example, with 5% at first, that's manageable. And I think that's the same mentality that you need to have on this. There are people on our side that you're not uh, uh, thinking about the same things. or But in general, there is this, how you call it, consent that, uh, uh, yeah, why are you going to be this arrogant and that stupid? Take that power and make sure you, the people behind you and the people who support you are enjoying that freedom of it. And I think that's the aim and the goal. But we all, it's a learning curve, and that's the thing that we need to learn.
1: So uh, our friend Yvonne mentioned Forum for Democracy, yeah. and you mentioned them before as well
0: correct uh, what can you tell us about them form uh, for democracy started um, and that's a funny thing uh, with a, a referendum one of the last referendums in Holland or uh, uh, and the question in that referendum was need Ukraine need, uh, do we want Ukraine to join the European Union? And uh, that's a
1: loaded question, hey,
0: and a fun one and Mm -hmm. a good, good question. So uh, Forum for Democracy, which was actually a forum at that point, organized organized a uh, uh, they raised uh, autographs and they need to have 50,000 autographs uh, for Dutch citizens to handle that within the European within the Dutch parliament. And eventually it became okay, listen up. There are no, not people who want to have a, uh, to do this and uh, uh, um, uh, uh, ask the question about if Ukraine needs to join the European Union. And when, when was it? Maybe 14 years ago? 10 years ago? Whatever. And uh, uh, for uh, Thierry Baudet, who is the party leader of Forum for Democracy, or arrange that with loads of other guys. I know a guy locally who's been uh, doing uh, the same thing, but within his party, a lot of uh, 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 people within the Dutch Parliament uh, uh, by Forum for Democracy. Uh, For for example, Papijn van Houwelingen, who is a minister, no, he's is, is, uh, is, is in, 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 in Parliament, uh, uh, joined that question. And 60% or more, more of the Dutch citizens were saying, no, we don't want to have Ukraine joining the European Union. So Rutte went to the European Union and told the European Union, listen up, the Dutch people are saying no, but let's make a deal. It's as always going. Dutch saying no, and then one of the ministers is going to the European Union and is saying, let's have a deal. And within the contract of joining the European Union, there is this small uh, paper with the Dutch things uh, we're saying uh, 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 um, uh, Ukraine can't join. But look what happened right now. So but after the um, um, this forum for democracy became a political party because Jerry Boudet saw things were not happening right for the European Union and actually common sense if he, um, uh, uh, the owner of, of the owner of common sense, if he, I'm not the owner, <laughs> I'm just one of the 15 guys working for that platform. For that point uh finally i he, uh he had a breath of air and he was saying, "Okay, listen up, this is a party where i can uh finally i i can support and let's cut up some uh clips from uh, the parliament who uh who Cherry Baudet spoken on, and that's how common sense started so we started with small clips of Cherry Baudet saying things that need to be talked about and uh Four years later, we're the fifth largest platform, uh, uh, alternative news and opinion platform in the Netherlands. So, Forum for Democracy is is uh, for me uh, it's or Forum for Democracy or for the for uh, the interests of the Netherlands. And Van Hagen came out of Forum for Democracy, so they know each other the way how they know how to work. Only the the mentality is this forum for democracy is more for the citizens and the interest of the Netherlands is more for entrepreneurs. Like uh, a ruthless party has to be doing that way back.
1: Hmm. Well, there's a lot going on and I don't know if we're any clearer now than we were when we started. But I guess the, the main point that you can take out of all of this is if we're confused, we're going to lose. But so we that's need to be paying attention to what what's going on in politics and what people are doing, and and becoming involved, right? But Chris, it's
0: this is why I'm making a fuss out of this because we saw with our uh, provincial elections, and you saw it with your uh, within your elections in in March, at one or two weeks uh, uh, before the elections are coming. Everybody's fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. So, because things are not clear, the whole deal. And I think we need to prepare. It. We're having until uh, yeah, 22 of November, the time to make sure everybody's going to vote. And we learned about the last, uh, uh, last elections because what happened now, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, the thing is in Alberta, you've got the APP. And I talked about it because we don't have an organization like that in Holland.
1: But, but we, they were we, asking when I was out there. They they had asked, you know, how do you, how are you doing this? What are you doing? Can we do that here?
0: Yeah, correct. But how the there is no organization that's Alberta Prosperity Project in Holland. But we do have demonstration groups, rally groups, and loads of them nowadays. Like eighty for the COVID measurements, maybe forty for the farmers. The whole deal within the uh, COVID rally organization there is a virus truth it's called now Va- video truth or video Waarheid in Dutch. together with police for freedom a couple of police agents who uh, uh, fired or uh, uh, stopped working for the police force because they've been told some things they didn't want to do within the door organization of demonstration during covid measurements so they quit um, and uh, Samo for Nederland, Together for the Netherlands are, uh, these are, uh, two or three uh, groups are really big in Holland. They're now uh, having a website that's called um, I need to look it up, I'm not sure it's uh, hold on a I believe it's controleverkiezingen.nl. So control das verkiezingen means election dot and L. That means Dutch citizens are able within the elections to go to uh, station polls to go and sit there the whole day, if you just watch what's going on.
1: Sit there. mirrors, we call
0: that. Okay. So we, do, we did do that the last year because um, a lot of people are saying the elections are rigged. Okay. Maybe maybe not, we don't have the proof but we're, if, if it's true, we're going to find that proof so uh, uh, last year they've been doing it uh, within the uh, 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 provincial elections now we're going to do it for the uh, uh, national elections and it's going to be bigger, it's going to be a website people are going to joining the station polls, going to be there until uh, the station polls are uh, closed and then at that time they're going to Count each uh, uh, vote uh, by hand, double i as they call it. So one needs to call uh, uh, count it and the second guy needs to count it and needs to be correct. But you, um, uh, these organisations: Vivers, Fiver- uh Video Waarheid, Police for Freedom and together, uh, Samen for Nederland, Together for the Netherlands uh are making a website who are people are going to be writing in joining that station look up or things are going to be bad or wrong and going to report that officially going to make photos of how much voting's on the end being count and stuff so that needs to be in a program and a program online things going to be could go wrong so, so you're so- protecting
1: your democracy
0: exactly and that's that's one of the things are going to be happening uh within the elections. and what i understand is only the, the second the 22 of november we're not going to be having three days what we've been doing uh before during COVID, so then the screwing the times that people can do wrongly stuff it's going to be just one day instead of three days so things going to be in placement we, we're learning and taking action and making a call out of it. So I think that's a, that's a good thing.
1: So you mentioned uh, the Alberta Prosperity Project. Yeah. And I, I've become more involved than I ever thought I would be as I, I accepted a role as the interim CEO of that organization. And the reason I did that is because I realized that no matter what's going on in politics, if enough people get together and they show up, they can become the parade that the government wants to get in front of because that's what the government wants. They want to get your vote. And if they see this huge group of people that all want the same thing, who have become organized and are demanding it from the government, the government will do it because they want to be given that power. So, you know, that would be pretty neat if uh, if you folks in in the Netherlands did something similar and got these groups together and became that parade that the government wants to get in front of. You could uh, you could, you know, you could do you could do a lot. You can you can make them change.
0: I think it's uh, it's, and also
1: you got to change the the minds of the people in Holland too because like you said before some say I'm not affected why would I be involved but we got to change that
0: yeah which is a weird thing if you're going to do grocery shopping or you're taking your car to the gas station or whatever everything is so expensive nowadays and it's going to be more so I'm not sure but it's they're going to be affected anyhow. I hope there's uh, people are standing up for and and gonna do the same thing as what Alberti Pros- uh, Prosperity Project is doing, but uh, uh, people are need to take that that needs to do that. So uh, uh, and otherwise uh if if in uh, uh if it's, if that not, is not working out for Holland, the uh, demonstration and rally groups are uh, things are are taking parts out of it and doing the picking it up in that way
1: absolutely well who knows maybe in the future uh, there'll be a uh a group of dutch folks who decide they want to bring some of us over to talk about that kind of thing and we can share our info and and let you know how how we're doing things and how it's going here in canada however we are now 1 hour and 14 minutes into it. So I guess we should probably wrap up and you're oh you're halfway done your wine, so we're going to have to wrap up otherwise it's going to get really interesting.
0: Yeah, going to be spitting against the camera. Yeah. The uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is the uh gra- we're going to wrap things up. But <clears throat> the mainstream media in Holland and I think it's the same thing all over the world is losing uh fewer ships
1: yeah and credibility
0: and I, oh yeah that's that's what they lost so that's the reason because they're, they're losing so much uh, viewership so what they have done now is that they're thinking about postponing numbers normally when there's a tv program on the national television is uh, going to be program uh, programmed the next day it's going to be numbers so who won the most viewerships? but um because of the horrendous tv programs that are on i can't even watch it i don't watch tv for um, six seven years now i'm not sure um uh and that's why one of the reasons why i'm becoming a journalist for common sense tv is, is, is 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 i can't i can't watch it and i think that's that's for us, as alternative news, and same thing as, for example, Rebel News in Canada, but I understand there are m- way more of these uh, organizations as well, it's going to be a, a bright future because uh, we want to uh, show everybody what we're thinking and and, and uh, uh, know and, and, and asking questions and looking up and di- digging in and stuff. Uh eventually there's probably uh, uh uh I'm not sure if it's gonna be on television or one way or another. Uh but yeah, eventually we're gonna be uh educated enough that we can do this on this high end and taking over the mainstream media. So I thought uh the less viewership in Holland is a really good thing, and I wanted to tell you about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. same thing, same thing's happening here in Canada. You know the, the media can only lie or twist the truth so many times and get called out so many That's times actually, before people the, start is, it is,
0: it, the media is not it's it's not lying I thought at first at that one at first as well but it's they're bringing just five percent of the news they need to bring to put in the whole context but uh they're, they're just bringing five percent instead of a hundred percent so the fifty nine. is just your imagination. And with the 5% of that information coming from the mainstream media, that's not enough to uh, make up your mind. But uh, it's not lying. It's just not telling the whole truth. It's It's, it's
1: manipulating the truth according to to a bias.
0: If I'm t- talking to a, a journal mainstream media journalist or one in 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 court they' so we're not lying it's actually the truth yeah that's that's but the context is wrong you're telling the truth but in the wrong context
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. so uh, Chris I need to thank you uh, for what you have done I've uh, I, I I've joined I've Enjoyed my time in Canada really, really much. And I I think we've done a lot of great things. Met so many people uh, uh, in restaurants restaurant and with uh, and and out there. Uh, I think I uh, I'm not sure how many hugs I shared and uh, <laughs> and it was stuff. A lot, a lot. But it was so much fun. So thank you for uh, for inviting me to uh, to Canada. I think I I need to uh, thank uh, Deborah as well for uh, paying for a, a a new ticket.
1: Yeah, she gave you an extra ten days almost in Canada.
0: Yeah, that was uh, quite a shock, but f- so much fun. We went to the stampede and stuff. So uh, I had I had really a blast. Shot my first guns. So uh I I really had a great time.
1: Well, we'll have to do it again. It was uh it was a pleasure having you here and there's I you know people are still commenting how how great it was to have you here. They just they just love you as a matter of fact. A lot of them bought those uh <laughs> I love Jasper stickers that we got in Jasper, what? Alberta. Nice. Uh, we paid like $4 or something for them and and people knew that but they they were bidding on them paying $50 for it just to support wow. to trip out there. so yeah it meant a lot to everyone here that you would take the time out of your busy life to come over and uh and visit with us too so thank you very much and i should say thank you to deb as well because uh her getting you that ticket and letting you stay longer uh that helped me out quite a bit because you were able to come and and do some work at the the medieval fair with me so thank you for that and thank you deb much appreciated
0: yes that uh, that was kind of fun as well i uh Bird my ass off behind the barbecue. Served how many people did we serve? That the
1: oh boy, a lot. Turkey
0: legs, hamburgers, cheeseburgers. Served, <laughs> served, uh, so Loads of people. I think over 16 thousand.
1: cases of 16, about 300 kilograms of turkey and eight uh, about 320 hamburgers. So it was quite a busy day. Yeah, and fun it was a blast yeah yeah all right well speaking of food uh i'm shriveling away to nothing as you can see and i'm sure you need to eat a couple of canadian meals over there before bed like we do
0: <laughs> i think i need to finish my bottle and uh, and go to bed it's almost uh 12 o'clock here
1: well thanks for staying up late for us and thanks folks for tuning in early uh please feel free actually no not even feel free but I would encourage you to share this on your pages and uh, try and get more people to see what's going on, Uh, Jasper has explained in Holland, because a lot of the stuff that's happening there, it's very similar to what's coming here, and if we know what's coming, we can be better equipped to deal with it. Um, So yeah, please share this and uh, encourage your friends, neighbors, enemies to watch it, and we'll get the information out to more people. And again, thank you, Jasper. Really appreciate you taking time and i think uh should we play that should we play that clip again that was really good which one the the intro clip cool good idea first we'll of all
0: let me say uh, thank you for uh for having me on uh on the whistle cafe account and uh if if people are having questions just drop them maybe i'm gonna be able to answer them later on or share some links uh, out of it uh and uh uh yeah until next time chris
1: yeah oh yeah folks just so you know you can get a hold of jasper on the will stop cafe facebook page he is an editor of the page so if you uh put a message with jasper in the title he'll see it and if you comment on stuff like this uh he can see those as well if he if he has the time so uh yeah feel free to try and get a hold of him there or on his platforms and we will put that in the comments as links so you can just click on it and find jasper all over the internet
0: Yes, it's just a Google search or DuckDuckGo search at JasperCSTV and I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm on YouTube, Rumble, and Twitter.
1: There you go. All right. We'll catch you later, folks. Thanks again, Jasper.
0: Have a great one. Thanks, Chris. Ciao, people.
1: Here it comes.